Hello, and welcome to Faculty Feed with me, Dr. Jerry Rabelais, Associate Vice President for Health Science Center Faculty Development at the University of Louisville. With me are my co-hosts, Dr. Stacy Sainer, Director of HSC Faculty Development, and Dr. Laura Weingartner, Director of Research for Faculty Health Professions Education. Once a week, we're going to come together to use this podcast to bring faculty development content to feed your hunger and satisfy your appetite so you can magnify your impact as an educator, clinician, researcher, and academic leader. I'm really excited. You know who's on the show today? No, tell me. Brian Buford. The so, Brian Buford? The Brian Buford. Really? It's so awesome. Brian is the Executive Director for University Culture and Employee Success at the University of Louisville, and he also happens to be a certified Strengths Finder coach, and it's in that latter capacity that we've used Brian in our leadership course, both for faculty and for the senior medical students, where he comes and talks about your own strengths, how you use them, and how, what do they mean? And, and how do you put them into the work environment? And, and so it's been such a delight to get to know you, uh, learning about strengths and, and the unique features, because this little crew in this room here has some very different strengths, some overlap, but some very different strengths. And so Brian, welcome to Faculty Feed. Great to have you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. The Employee Success Center, it's relatively new here at the university. Tell us more about the, the Success Center. It's so exciting to be at an organization that understands just the importance of tuning into employee learning and growth that everybody, you know, we're an institution that serves students and we all understand that we're here to help students grow and learn and, you know, develop those skills that they're going to need for success in their life. But we don't stop that when we graduate. You know, we all want to continue learning. We all want to feel like we're on a path that opportunities are opening themselves to us. And so here at UofL, we talk about being a great place to work. That means really serving our employees with those kinds of opportunities. And that's where the birth of the Employee Success Center came in. It was it sort of grew out of a strategic planning process that you and I were both yeah. on a team to do to, together. And we, we proposed a center that would offer things like coaching, mentoring, professional development, on-the-job learning opportunities, maybe shadowing in other departments to start to do some exploration to figure out how you can do more of what you're really good at every day and what really brings you joy every day, helping people cultivate their leadership skills and understand how to lead a team and how to be a, a successful supervisor. I think in particular, uh, our faculty who are the most brilliant minds on the planet in their area of discipline, but may not have had any training around how to lead teams of people, and so are moved into these opportunities where we're really setting them up for struggle because we haven't taught them how to lead teams. So all of those are areas that we, we now cover in the Employee Success Center. And then the, the very, very important area of um, recognition. So being a culture that celebrates our successes, really celebrates accomplishments and provides opportunities to say thank you and look at what this person has been able to do. And, and so that's all a piece of it. So Stacy, you don't want to talk about the Japanese term, oh. ikigai? Ikigai is a Japanese term and it basically is like you're in the sweet spot. It is, Jerry, you're going to have to help me out because I forget the four components. Sure. It's the overlap between what you're really good at, what you love to do, what your system needs, 
And then the fourth and all important one, what you could actually make a living at. Somebody will pay you to do it. Where those four circles overlap is that sweet spot. We believe it's incredibly important that you be aware of what that is, recognizing that most people are not there. If you do employee surveys, if Gallup does employee surveys, how many people are disengaged or just not actively disengaged or not engaged? 70%, 75% when they do these nationwide surveys. So lots of people are in a place where they're not near this sweet spot. And part of what we want to do is raise awareness about you should know what that looks like. You probably have some good sense, even if you haven't taken Strings Finder. What am I really good at? What do I love to do? And what does my world need? And how does that overlap? Because if you can get, if you can get a clear picture of what that is, then you have some chance of moving toward it. Because then you could go to your supervisor, your manager, your boss, your department chair, and say, you know what? If this was available, I really think I, I think there's a need for it, and I think I'm your guy to do this. If you probably saw employee success in the show up on strategies, like yes, uh, the strategic yeah. plan—that's me. I'm selling it. I'm gonna, right. in fact, I'm going to exactly, buy it. That's exactly right. When I got interested in faculty development, it was the intersection of my strengths, what I'm really good at, what I love, what I saw the system needing for me initially across the Health Sciences Center in terms of the need for faculty development. And there was a new mandate from the accrediting body for the School of Medicine that said you need to have a centralized thing for faculty development. Bingo, all the lights went off. I wrote the proposal that day and sent it upstream, got it approved, and here we are. It's grown just since then. I think it's so important that people have a a clear understanding of that. So I'd like the, the listeners to be aware of this term. It's I-K-I-G-A-I, Japanese term. If you just Google that, you're going to find 50, 150 yeah, different versions of, of what that looks like. Yeah. Just pull it up and take a look at it and ask yourself, reflect on what could my goals look like if it got me closer to that spot. How, what's the path? Is it a year from now? Is it 10 years from now, 20 years from now? At least you have some hope that you're heading toward that. And as we plan our careers, faculty or staff, as we think about what we want to do, there's joy to be had as you get closer and closer to that spot. And it's powerful. And the synergy, if you line up three people who are doing that day in and day out, that's why this this office has worked so well because we all hit that spot and we all have little slightly different talents that bring, we bring to that. So I would encourage all, everyone to look up that term and look up the Strings Finder uh, test so you can start to be better at understanding those things. There's an overlap or a concentric, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a concentric it's like a, circle. Like or like a Venn diagram, like but a, a four-way Venn. Yeah, that there is some truth though, and I, I think that there are sometimes things that we love that we're not naturally good at. Mm-hmm. So there are things that we really would love to do, whether it's sing on the you know, Broadway stage or you know, be a star athlete that we really don't have the gift for. And so that's sort of that process of growing into that and realizing that. And then there's the converse. And, you know, I, I often tell a story about finding out I was a, like a really good softball player with no love for softball. And so there are things that we, we have some natural gifts that we never cultivate, we never invest in, 
or we talk about the growth mindset. We never grow those because the passion isn't there. We're, we have a natural gift, but we don't have enough sort of passion to, you know, to cultivate it. And so I do think it's I, those different pieces are important, um, and, and it is where the sweet spot is. It is where we sort of find that magic is when our passion, you know, our natural abilities and what the world needs from us, I guess, is the other piece. That's right. Is there a job? Is there a place for us to do that work? I think often we might find ourselves creating them if it doesn't exist. But it wouldn't happen unless you had that self-awareness. That's right. To know that and then see the environment kind of line up and go, oh, the door just opened. Mm-hmm. That's the door I'm supposed to go through. But it starts with the awareness of what you're good at, drinks finder, what you're passionate about. And, and it just... It takes deliberate effort, though. It, it, it's not something that HR is going to come and tap you on the shoulder and say, oh, guess what, Brian? We have figured out that you are, and then they give you the list, and here's the perfect job for you. I'm saying this maybe for the first time, so, but I think I believe it, so I'm going I'm to still say it. That when you understand who you are and what your gifts are and what you bring to the world, the job, there are probably a thousand 5,000 jobs you could do and bring those gifts. Bring your strengths to that job. No matter what job you're in. Whatever job you're in, right. And if you can't, maybe you're in the wrong job. If it's impossible to bring those gifts. But often it is possible. Before we wrap up, let me pivot a bit to something that I know you've had personal experience with. I know I've experienced. And it's been a powerful force for me and I suspect for you as well. And that's the world of mentorship. If I just said, you've got to take hold of this and you got to figure it out and you got to do it, boy, it's a whole lot better if somebody helps you or holds your hand through that process or guides you through that process as a mentor. So I was fortunate to have that uh, early in my career. I had both a mentor and a sponsor in the form of the same person who really helped move me along through, through a, a variety of venues at the University of Louisville. I've heard you and I've seen you write about Dr. Nancy Cunningham and her impact on you when you were very young, just out of graduate school, as a mentor to you. Can you speak to the role, the role of mentorship for all of us, staff and faculty, and how do you look for it? How do you know when you found it? And, and what did it mean to you personally? Yeah, it's meant really everything to me. It's, it's a huge focus at the Employee Success Center is starting to create these connections with other people, people who can see things in us, help us grow, kind of offer us resources and tools and kind of clear the path, introduce us to the right people. Um, In the world of strengths, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, sometimes we see those five words and we don't know yet what they mean to us. And so a really um, engaged mentor can help you start to understand the words and can start to say, hey, I see this in you. You know, I see this showing up in you. This might be a place for us to explore more. Let's, let's dig in here a little bit. Let's get some more experience. And so a mentor really can help you, um, you, you know, move into who you really are. And, and help you find the opportunities that will make that happen. It's been very, very powerful in my life. I know it's something you're passionate about as well, Dr. Ravley. I just, as you were talking, I was just thinking about a mentoring for success celebration that we did a couple of years ago. We match people with mentors every year. They have a year-long experience. We hope that it continues on, and often it does, but we help sort of create those for people. 
and there was a young um, physician at the med school, and uh, I asked you to be his mentor that year. And at the end of the year, at the mentoring celebration, he stood up and said, I really wasn't sure I was going to make it. I, didn't, I thought I was going to just quit. And because I had a mentor, because I had this time with Dr. Rabelais, I now know I can do it. And that is really, it's going to make me emotional. That's very, very powerful. That's what everyone should have in their life. Sometimes they happen naturally. They just grow out of our connections to people. But sometimes I think people need help locating someone or finding that right person for, them, for that moment in their life. I'm also a big believer in multiple mentors. One is maybe not enough, and we might have mentors in different parts of our life or for different challenges or journeys we're going on. And um, I love that. We have many, many people now who have been connected to a mentor and those have become like lifelong relationships that they've kept. It's not just the person mentored who is transformed. Mm -hmm. In fact, all of the research will tell you the mentor is the person often who gets the most benefit. One of the things we like to do at the end is to leave something for the audience for them to do this week. As soon as they hear this podcast, to do something. So you've spent 30 plus years at the university. You've been involved in StrengthsFinder and now in the Employee Success Center and you've, you have found your niche. So if you had to distill that down to one thing that you would suggest that has a powerful impact on someone, whoever's listening, if they took that and next week did it, that you think it might change the trajectory of their career, of their life, what would that one thing be? Begin to notice those moments when you are blissing out, when you are in the, when you're, when you're, when you're in the flow, you've lost track of time because you're enjoying yourself so much. Try to start noticing those times and then in your next evaluation with your supervisor, say, is there any way we could figure out for me to do a little bit more of that? Brian, thank you so much for spending time with us today. This has been absolutely fantastic. And just for everyone in the show notes, I will provide a link to the Employee yes, Success Center you. and Ikigai, so you can there find you that as there, well. Perfect. So yes. I will uh, look for all of those in the show notes. And uh, thank you once again. Thank you all. If you want to up your game as a professional educator or to enhance your leadership skills in the academic setting, this is the place to be as together we strive to make UofL a great place to learn, a great place to work, and a great place to invest. Join us next time for more and come hungry.